What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Girl Scene. It's Blake and Madison. Oh my god, I almost forgot our intro. Oh my god, how how is that even possible? You've only ever said it like 14,000 times. <laughs> Season two, baby girl. I mean, if you couldn't tell, Blake is fucking ripping on all cylinders. Oh, like. well, and you know why? Because I just went to the gym. Oh, yeah, yeah, I work right. out that's really right. fucking hard. Yeah. I went to... Uh, Good old Planet Fitness. Oh, shit. First time. Actually, not bad. <laughs> Considering you've been going to Equinox, I'm not sure. I didn't know how this was going to go. I got to cut the expenses, you know? Oh, yeah? yeah. You got to cut the $300 a month membership? Yeah. yeah. I got to cut it down to about $10 a month. But it's in buttfuck. It's like all the way in deep Hollywood. So I'm just like, all right. Because, you know, we live in the hills. Um, the hills. You guys forgot. Don't forget. I, and if you didn't listen to season one, we sound like absolute assholes already. Yeah. So um, I hope you guys have had a good, what month has it been? October that we took off? Yeah. yeah random ass month for us to take off. But we did um. because <laughs> Madison uh, and oh, don't, I. Don't try to throw this one bro, on just me. <laughs> Bro, I mean, I'm throwing both of us under the bus. We both simultaneously, within four days of each other, got a girlfriend. (laughs) Let me me tell you how it went. I saw one leaf drop from a tree, and I said, oh, it's cuffing season. (laughs) (laughs) I saw one sign at Starbucks that said, pumpkin spice lattes. Yep coming and i said first of all you ripped out a flannel (laughs) oh all day baby and you know we got the fall colors in oh right oh how many times has she been to urban in the last literal like seven days yeah i mean i I tried to go a couple days ago line was too long left (laughs) um so yeah maddie and i both uh you know we're really engaging in the cuffing season we're really doing it and you know the crazy thing is is that it's like pretty real for both of us. And I know that every lesbian says that. Everyone's like, no, she's the one. No, like, this is like different. Like, we're moving in together. <laughs> like, bitch, you moved in with everyone you dated. Yeah, Not special. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, speaking for Madison, her girlfriend is. <laughs> oh, no shit. Oh, you speaking for me? <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. I made no, a no, promise. No, do it, do it, do it. I, I made it. it. I made a promise to myself season two, right? That I'm going to shut the fuck up just every now and again so that Madison can take the mic. Before we even started talking tonight, she said, she said, what are we talking about tonight? And I said, and she goes, oh, this is about you low key. (laughs) And I go, okay, slam. Um, (laughs) Hold on. Let me take a minute. Absolute slam. (laughs) And I go, bet, should we not? She's like, no, we should. Like we were full on like fighting. She's been mad at me for fighting. Was that our first like fight, Loki? Loki. No, so Maddie, uh, you know, Maddie did get back on cringy, hingy, but she met. Yeah. She met a girl. What's something that's like the opposite of uh, a piece of shit? (laughs) The opposite of anything bad in the world. Literally, I mean, truly, the heavens parted. You know, like it's fucking wild. You look at me constantly, and you're like, "What? What? How?" she's way too fucking good for you. <laughs> what was the exact quote I said the first time she left? The first time she left this house for dinner, Literally. she closes the door yeah. and I look at Madden and I say, what? You go, she's way too cute for you. 
I go, she's way too cute for you, and she's way too good for you. Yeah. What is she doing with you? And she goes, and then she immediately goes, bro, I know. I know. I, I, I didn't hesitate. I was like, yep, no, got it. So Madison tricked her, right? Uh-huh. She cooked yeah. a bomb-ass dinner. Oh, she started, she started I do it. throwing out those moves, bacon shit. And this girl was hooked, right? She's like, it's cuffing season. You're bringing out the bread and butter. You're bringing out the mashed uh-huh. potatoes. You're yeah. bringing out the salmon. Mm. And I'm here to stay. <laughs> and then my girl, right? Right, right, right. She comes over one night, okay. right? <clears throat> and this is the first time I'm like making dinner yeah. for my girl. This is like, the first time I feel like you were like really like hosting her, like right. a date night here. I, it was. Yeah. Because before that, it was like we would just go out to dinner yeah. or like we would like go out or yeah. whatever we were doing. But this yeah. is like the first time where I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to like make an effort to like make a dinner, which right. bitch I don't do. <laughs> Okay. Not a once. <laughs> Not once. And so I start making dinner and Maddie goes, what are you doing? <laughs> I, go, I, hear, I hear pans clinking in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, this doesn't sound good. <laughs> As I'm also like fully ready, low key. <laughs> yeah. But like I have like a I have like socks on, but like my hair and makeup is like low key dumb, like the makeup but not makeup look, like not like ratchet shit, but like kind of cute. Where <laughs> right, it's like right, it's right. not just her and I chilling. Yeah, yeah totally, so totally. She's like, "What are you making?" And I was like, um, "I'm making vegan tacos." I was like, "Remember when you made them that one time? You did like the like fried onions, and you also added like all these spices. Like, can you just like help me out real quick?" Maddie full on gets in the kitchen. The bitch gets into chef mode as she does, and full on whips up these onions. Helps me with the potatoes. Uh-huh. Five minutes before my girl gets here, <laughs> she walks in and it looks like I am full on Mrs. Doubtfire in the fucking kitchen. I literally pointed out the ingredients to you, made sure you know like how everything was cooked in case she asked because like did everything. Yeah. I go, I go, you can't make this too good because she's going to, yeah. she's going to have the bar way up here. And then next time I'm going to be making fucking beans and rice. And she's going to be like, bitch, I thought you could cook. So I was like, you need to like tone it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And she always refers to that dinner now. She's like, that dinner Does was she? Yeah, she's she's like, I can't wait for you to cook me again. That dinner was so good. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Yeah. I did. I did do it. I, right. I just. I got a little help. I got totally. a little professional totally. help from Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so. you chopped one sweet potato. <laughs> I did the tortillas. The, you did do the tortillas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so little life life update. Yeah. Um, you know, Maddie, because I know you guys are. I know you guys are fucking on the spot, like edges of your seat. Yeah. What if Blake and Madison? been up to literally like doing the refresh on you know spotify or whatever daily waiting for a new episode to drop what are these 15s doing with their lives <laughs> in west hollywood the pandemic is over uh-huh. and if you disagree with sure. that oh <laughs> oopsie awkward awkward um so should we talk about should we talk about the wedding? I mean, I think you've got to talk about the wedding because yeah. there's nothing more you are doing these days than weddings. Yeah. So <laughs> so in case you're a new listener, you guys know that I've been here for a while. I was living my life as a straight person up until about mm. 26. Sure. Um, so, you know, and also growing up, all my friends were straight yeah. and yeah. we all grew up together. Everyone, we're all still in LA. We still are. All still doing our thing, yeah. whatever. Yeah. All of them, more than half of them are engaged. They're getting married. They're in serious relationships with men. Um, and my very best friend in the world got married 
to a man that she's been with since high school over the weekend in uh, Utah. It was like the most beautiful wedding I'd ever seen in my life. It was such good vibes. Everyone was happy. I made a speech. Bitches were crying. No brag. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, you get a standing O. Oh, I mean, <laughs> the mo- the parents were crying. Is that enough? <laughs> Standing O, can you imagine? The whole wedding to study. No, so so it was amazing and it was great. Everything was just literally fucking fantastic. The best wedding I've ever been to, you know. But it really hits you like really hard, especially when you come from an area where like Maddie and I grew up from the same place. We were like a suburb 40 minutes outside of LA um, called Westlake Village. If you heard of it, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, Everyone's marrying... I mean, for the most part, people are marrying men and like living that really traditional lifestyle, marrying man, whatever. And I felt like it really hit me leaving that wedding. Like, okay, how is it possible that like my best friend and I grew up living pretty much every day together, growing up, doing the same shit together, going to high school together, talking throughout college, spending every weekend together. And like, this is where she is in her life now on a honeymoon with the love of her life and they're like going to have a baby and like move into a home. <laughs> and I'm over here like I started dating women two years ago, <laughs> but am I going to do this for the rest of my life? Should I be, should I not considering what I just saw and everyone was, all the families were so happy. Everyone was so in love. Everything was great. Everyone's friends and family were there. Should I not or should I consider trying to date a man again so that my life is as simple and easy as that? Mm. And the answer... What makes that life simple and easy, though? Yeah, fair question. Um, like, what issues are you talking about that are different between a hetero relationship and a relationship between two girls? Yeah, I guess I shouldn't assume that. I shouldn't assume that just because you're in a hetero relationship that it's easy because that's not true. Like, And also, I feel like I'm in a really healthy relationship now and like we don't have problems at all. I've had way worse problems than hetero relationships. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just the um, idea that like, I guess like the family shit, mm-hmm. like everyone's families and friends coming together and like it not being a thought or like even like it's not crossing someone's mind like, oh, it's a man and a woman getting married. Do you know what I mean? Right, totally. And, yeah, because if it is your wedding, you know, mm-hmm. should you marry a woman in the future? Yeah. It's going to be, <clears throat> everybody's going to say like, you know, go on to Blake's gay wedding or whatever, you right. know, sort of thing. Like right. it's a, it's a different, mm-hmm. it's a difference of like, yeah, like a perception almost mm-hmm. of like of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's like, it's one of those things where it just hit me. Like, should I try to go down that path again. I've done it in the past. Why shouldn't I? Would it make things easier? Yeah, but what would you get from that? What are you, what if you went down that path again? What is your like purpose? Well, that's the thing. I don't think it would necessarily make me happy. I would be doing it to force myself into something like that. I think people were expecting me to do, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But I don't really want to. And even if I ever did want to, there's a negative side of that, which we were just talking about is like, totally. which we yeah. can kind of switch gears here in this sense of like, when you are a woman that like dates women and you've been doing it for a long time and you make a statement about it, like you and I have on this podcast, mm-hmm. and then you turn around one day out of the blue and say like, I'm going to marry a guy or I'm going to date a guy. Mm-hmm. You almost get like this 
bad rap from other people that you're friends with or like in the community or whatever for like deciding to date a guy. Well, it's almost like I feel like what it really is is like people immediately like invalidate your <clears throat> sexuality. It's mm-hmm. like people will immediately say, oh, so she, you were never gay. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so like, yeah, we, we knew you would like go mm-hmm. back to being straight or mm-hmm. like you were supposed to be straight the whole time sort of thing. Right. Like minimizing somebody's whole experience what, which, yeah, even if you do go back to being straight or whatever, like like you said, like maybe this is just like a chapter of your life that you need to explore and that took you from, you know, Blake A to Blake B, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. It shouldn't matter what that label makes you. Right. You know? I agree. I don't think it should. Um, I mean, I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to happen. It was something that crossed my mind in the process of like, okay, am I actually going to do that at some point? Am I going to like think about doing that? Am I consider doing that? And, and the answer that I came to was no, because, because I would be doing it for what I just said. I would be doing it for the purpose and the sake of other people's approval as opposed to my own happiness. Because like at the end of the day, I am happy in my relationship and I'm happy with my sexuality. I don't feel like I need to like figure out if I'm not a lesbian right now. Like it's not on the top of mind. It's not like on a, it's not my priority, but I guess when someone's getting married right in front of you that you've been best friends with your whole life and like everyone around you is kind of doing the same thing, you think that your paths are just, different and it's like a weird reality that hits you and like not in a bad way but just in the like whoa shit like this is just not what I expected yeah you know yeah totally I get that but I mean you know that's kind of just part of it all Mm -hmm. you know there's no way to expect even what fucking tomorrow is Mm -hmm. you know but I get the like that it's almost just like yeah like it's like a visual representation of like yeah, almost like your past life maybe, you know, and maybe that's kind of like what you're seeing and almost like letting go of, but also Mm -hmm. kind of holding on to, not really knowing how you still feel about it kind of thing, you know, and I can understand how that can be confusing. Like I'm kind of envious of you in that sense. Like we just talked about this in the kitchen in the sense that like, and I know again, I'm also reiterating this like box for you, which is unfair, but like feel like it's accurate mm-hmm. I feel like you've never I mean you've never dated a guy mm-hmm. so like f- for me I feel like I don't know if you would you ever even consider have you do you want to yeah. at any point like I feel like it's like I envy the thought process of like that's not even like crossing your mind I guess and like I don't know maybe am I or or is it crossing your mind yeah, yeah. like <clears throat> Because we grew up in the same neighborhood. We have the same, like, our families are very similar. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, you know, we told you guys they, like, bear, like they know it, but they, they're, they're, they're half and half out. Yeah. They pretend it's not a thing. Sam, Maddie and I have pretty similar, our parents went to the same fucking high school. Literally. But it's, like, do you, like, how is it different? Do you not think about it? Am no, I, do yeah, you do, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely do and here is why and this is another layer of (laughs) fucking gay trauma that I'm you know trying to work through but I think about it because I think because of the not full entire 100% gung-ho acceptance of my family I almost don't have that 100% full-on gung-ho acceptance of myself and my future yeah because 
everyone freaked out about how are you going to have kids? And well, what about, you know, what are people going to say? And you're going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, which at this point, and then, you know, (laughs) but it was a lot more painful then than it is now. Like, I don't give a single fuck, Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, like sometimes that still kind of like itches in me of like, I see like, oh shit, like, yeah, that could be my life, you know, where like, yeah, I could just fucking have kids and I could just, you know, get married and like, it's easy and normal and like, again, easy and normal is subjective, but you know, like in comparison to, for example, kids, like that's a huge thing that I think is a huge difference between, you know, couples, whatever, between hetero and gay couples, blah, blah. Something I think about constantly is like, for gay couples to like have a child, it has to, it is such like an intentional decision, not only because it just is, but like you have to go through, like it's literally impossible of, without the help of, you know, mm-hmm. the help of shit mm-hmm. and money and time and true, true, like full fucking force commitment to this shit because. You can't do it halfway. You can't half-ass be like thinking like, oh yeah, maybe I want kids. I don't know. And like be in the middle of spending fucking $50,000 for this bullshit. You know what I mean? And constantly going to doctors and, you know, changing your fucking life for this shit, you know? Versus, yeah, a man and a woman, yeah, it can just fucking happen by accident, (laughs) you know? And then all of a sudden they're like, well, I guess we just got to figure it out. Like, and it's as easy as that. I know. know? And then it makes you question like, oh, but this is natural, like- are we going against what's natural? And like, obviously that's not true, but if that's what's getting fed to you from like your main people, then it's hard to like fight that because you're like, I love these people so much. Mm -hmm. So like for you not to be fully supportive or understanding, yeah, like you said, it makes you doubt your own certainty in what you're doing, even if it it makes you happy and you almost like want to protect it at all costs. So you're like, okay, I'm, so happy, like how I feel about it right now is like, I'm so happy with my relationship that I want to protect it. So like, if that means not talking to my family about it, then that's what I'm going to do. But I guess like, it's like, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up and I'm like, okay, are we going to not have this conversation? And the answer is probably no, because I don't want it to be a damper on like, this part of my life that I am happy with. But then I have that thought process of like, but that sucks. Is like, if I was bringing home a guy right now, then it would be like, oh, happy, go lucky. Everyone have a fucking totally. piece of turkey and, you know, <laughs> let's watch Home Alone for the 18,000th time. Oh, we throw on the football game? Yeah. <laughs> Hang out with dad. Well, or my brother, not my dad. Because <laughs> my dad's good in uh, Atlanta with his horse. Uh, 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 should we do a horse update? Uh, okay, real quick. <laughs> Real quick. I thought my mom sent Bible length text messages. Okay. Okay. So my father, okay, the one half of me biologically, he was out of my life from 14 to 26. Got it. Okay. Making this real quick. Okay. We didn't summary. We didn't speak. He lived 1.8 miles from my house for 18 years and we didn't speak. Okay? Never saw him. Never ran into him. Nothing. So fucking weird. <laughs> so I literally think he was like in a like different costume whenever we went out. 
Yeah. Well, he lived in one uh, 1.8 miles away when I went to UCLA. Other than that, he lived like eight miles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah. Um, we meet at a coffee shop one day. He apologizes. Okay. We're cool. Right. He moves to Atlanta six months later. His wife passed away of 18 years and he had to get out of LA. So he went to Atlanta. Okay. Every goddamn day I am getting text messages that you have to press the notes app to get into because they're that fucking long about his horses, Uh about him on his ranch with his horses, the condition of the horses, Uh the color of the horses, (laughs) the feeling, the update, the health update, the ages, who they were with prior, how many races they've been in, what they're going to get ready to do next season. (laughs) I mean, I am telling you every goddamn their eye color. And if there's anything you love on this beautiful earth... It is horses. <laughs> and the second best thing is long text messages. Because <laughs> yeah. you guys know I don't fuck with long text messages. Oh my God. You barely read like four words. Four words. For real. And that's it. Yeah. And then we're out. Done. Right? Yeah. You guys know how it is. You send more than four words. She sends more than four words. She sends more than four words. <laughs> and you're like, hey, you're, you're too try hard. Relax. Hey, relax. Okay. Relax. Unless it's me because I have you blocked. So Yeah, yeah. Maddie <laughs> blocked me. Um, until we literally had to record tonight and she's like, all right, I'll unblock you. <laughs> so yeah, I guess a lot of that was uh, a lot of unpacking, you know? Right. But I got home and I was like, I think it was just a lot of emotions. And then I got emotional about it, but I'm so happy for my friend. And I'm so happy for all of my friends that are in relationships. And they're happy for me, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just like when one or two people three people even, whatever it is that are just like not sure or like fully on board, mm-hmm. you're not stoked about it or mm-hmm. not stoked about it for you, then you're like, fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. then you just got to stand your ground and like do what feels right and right. good for you. And yeah. like, that's really all you can do. And then yeah. listen to our podcast and, you know, <laughs> yeah. be more uncertain. Um, yeah. <laughs> Come to the pod for more uncertainty. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? Dude, I am proud of us though. What? We just purchased a lot of more art for our house. Oh my God, yeah. And Maddie goes, I think we got to like gate up in here a little bit. And I go, sure thing, but let's get a couple alternative prints because mom's coming for Thanksgiving in a couple weeks and I can't have fucking naked girls all over the fucking windows. I'm just looking for titties everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> For a spread eagle playboy all over the goddamn walls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, we got like classy shit, but like it's still pretty. Like it's it's a little edgy. It's a little edge. It's a little edge. Sure, it's gonna be a moment. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get some alternative prints to throw over the top right. when we need to. Yeah, totally. And until <laughs> then, you know, we'll figure it out. And maybe one day when we're forty, we won't be switching out our artwork in our for our moms. Thirty, gonna be thirty. <laughs> Fuck, you're right, dude. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll get there. Um, All right, you guys. Uh, How do we usually... Should we try something new this time? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say? Follow me on Instagram. That was so harsh. Blake underscore Aaron underscore. God, it... I mean... Blake underscore Aaron underscore. I think I'm at... (laughs) Hey, you know what? 
Please tell me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. No, 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 no. You got it. You got it now. One time, uh, I had an ex that stalked me at the gym. Nice. And I went through every follower. Yeah. (laughs) No, but it was like scary, like low key. It was like not cool. Okay. Went through every single follower I had on Instagram. If I didn't personally ever meet you, I block them. You guys, because I was so freaked out. Jesus. If you guys saw my block list on Instagram, <laughs> it's actually hilarious because it's like, you just keep scrolling. It's such random. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, damn, what did JJ22 do? <laughs> because I was like so freaked out and I was like, oh my God. Because he was like the type that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yo, like if we don't meet up, like yeah. I'm going to like, like he was did some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah. So I was just like. All right. If I don't personally meet you, also, why the fuck did you know where I worked out? Yeah. I hadn't talked to you in two years, and you're on the treadmill behind my ass. Oh, like I'm. <laughs> so I personally went through and blocked every single person. Dude. And I was like, I went on private for like three months. Then I was like, all right, I think I'm good again. Yeah. Um, no one gives that much of a fuck <laughs> um, <laughs> about you on the treadmill. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, and then I said no, and then he was like, all right, bet. Like, never spoke to me again. <laughs> It was like all good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. See you later. He's like, worth a try. I was like, already in town. <laughs> Dead. Oh um, God, you want to throw your IG on there? Oh, I mean, you guys. You don't care. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had changed it, though. I should have changed it for season two. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just to make it more fucking complicated. Exactly. Yeah. That's always what I'm looking for. Madison Howe. Right. You know it. Sweet. Follow her for bakery content. I called her a baker the other day. She got really pissed off. Um, so disrespectful. So disrespectful. Um, all right, you guys. We'll see you on episode two nice. next week, baby girl. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace.